Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you and about you. Those of you that work so hard for your money, and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 billion years from now, but right now so you can live that life that you love with those you love. But most importantly, it's not just about being rich. It's about enriching the lives of others because as you're blessed financially, you can create a greater ripple effect through the lives of those around you. And that's exactly what I'm here to do. Thank you for allowing me to have this platform, be able to share and create a ripple effect through your lives. And of course, thank you for binging, sharing and tuning in. You guys have been amazing, of course. As a reminder, go to our website, moneyripples.com. If you haven't done so already, go check out the passive income calculator. Because if you're curious to know how much passive income you could create in the next year, you got to check it out. So go ahead and try that out today. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, guys. So I've got a special guest here that I've actually been waiting to get on here for a little while. And so it's like good things come to those who wait. That's kind of what we're looking at here. But I have Tarlise here with us. Now, Tarlise, if you don't know who she is, she's actually like a holistic stress management coach. She's helped the professionals have more fun, more profits in their business, which we all love, of course. And as founder of Body, Brains, and Bank Account, her genius lies in the ability to really teach inspires others to get rid of stress in as little as seven days. How awesome would that be, especially in today's world? She's worked with clients across all over the world. She's also done this for over a decade, just done amazing. She's been featured as guests in so many different ways and shapes and forms. And I thought it's time to bring her on too, because how many of you guys feel like stress might be one of those things, whether you know it or not. And by the way, if you think you're not stressed, you probably are, unless you're like so absolutely chill that that's not the case. But if you've ever thought stress might be affecting your life and your quality of life and your richness of life, then this is the show for you guys. So Tarlise, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited about this conversation. It was funny when I put this message up that I wanted to be on podcasts, you and I spoke and you said, well, what would you talk about though? You know, you have a money podcast. So you're like, how would this even relate? And I said, stress doesn't discriminate on how much money you have, how old you are, your race or how you were brought up. It affects us all because we're human. And so whether your podcast is about money or business or family, you might not notice, but just like you said, everyone's on the edge lately about whether it's politics or health or finances or relationships. And so what I've done, I started focusing on stress management about eight years ago. People were coming to me wanting to get in better 
health and wellness and they wanted to get in better mm-hmm. shape or they were worried about their mindset and they needed someone to kind of give them a pep talk. And what mm-hmm. I realized is everyone that was coming to me for their body, brains or bank account, they were stressed about something else. <laughs> it really wasn't the reason they were coming to me. They were not sleeping mm-hmm. at night. They were worried about finances. Maybe they had invested in something that wasn't working, that was affecting their business and their business was affecting their health and their health was affecting their mindset. And it was just this rat race happening. A lot of people talk about rat race financially. A lot of people don't realize they're in a rat race in their own mind and they're ping ponging all of these problems instead of just kind of putting them out on the table and addressing them. So that's been my focus for about eight years. And it's pretty cool. It's fun to help people realize that they can have fun and still have a profitable business. You don't have Mm -hmm. to have one or the other. Exactly. And you've had a pretty amazing story yourself. I mean, I've followed you on social media for quite some time and you've had to put this into practice. This is not something that's just theory. It's not just something that sounds great, but it's something you've really had to do. It is. I've had some stressful situations. Just to give you a laundry list, my mom committed suicide. I've had a house flood. Both of my cars were lost. Like our house was literally underwater. I've had a fire in my house. I've had cancer in my eye. My ex-husband had cancer. Like All of this stuff happened. And one of those things might derail people, but it was like one bad thing, quote unquote, after another. And I had to learn how to deal with it and process it versus stuff it down and just kind of power through it. And I had some trial and error, let's be honest, but I've had so many great highs, but I really have had some lows. And I've noticed in the business world, some people don't bounce back as easily Some people will go to drugs and alcohol. Some people will go to gambling. And so for me, I was like, how can I help these people kind of recalibrate and get back to what makes them happy versus focusing on like what's not working? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's incredible because you've had to put into practice and I know all of our lives, nothing's perfect, but be able to recover and bounce back so quickly is just mind boggling. It's just so admirable. Literally, I mean, I'm sure there's probably some country singer right now was writing, trying to quickly jot down the notes of the things that happened to you just now, just to say, holy cow, this is the best country song ever, right? One thing I bring up often is like, your pain isn't unique. I'm not the only one to have lost my mom. I'm not the only one to have had a tragic experience happen. And when you remember that, it doesn't make you feel as alone and you realize it might not be the exact same thing, but there are other people that relate and understand what's going on with me. And it just, it makes the situation less lonely, if you will. I've yeah. worked with divorce attorneys. I've worked with dentists, military veterans, nurses mm-hmm. from the ER in super stressful jobs. And at the end of yeah. the day, if you can just kind of communicate what's going on and how you're feeling and like take a different perspective, if you will, they realize, oh my gosh, the stuff I'm stressing about, It's not really worth it. (laughs) In the bigger Uh scheme of things, this is actually a really little thing. And sometimes it just takes them talking to another person, getting outside of their normal bubble, if you will, and realizing that there are options. A lot of people don't think they have options. I'm sure you deal with this in finances. They're like, this is the only thing I can do. And you say, well, no, Mm -hmm. we could do this and we could do that. And they just don't see it. Someone says, I've tried everything, right? (laughs) Exactly. And a lot of people will say, breathe or do journaling or listen Mm. to great meditation music. I'm all for that. You have to get to the bottom of why do I even need this in the first place? Why am I sitting going, oh, I need to breathe or I need meditation. What's happening? Let's get to the bottom of that. And then once you can kind of uncover that, so much easier from there. (laughs) Yeah, It's fun. Yeah. It is. And I've watched it too. I've watched it happen in people's lives. They almost have like this PTSD. It could be from a divorce. It could be from a health situation, which 
of course that just makes it worse, right? It just amplifies it more when you have health issues and then you have stress on top of it just keeps declining your immune system and everything else. But I've even noticed in an emotional state, like for me, even personally, I noticed like when I was married to my ex-wife, like my income would go up and down with my emotional state. I would have high months, low months, high months, low months, high months, low months. I was almost like I was bipolar. And once I went through that divorce, although it crashed my income for a bit because I was so emotionally overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. eventually when I was able to clear that out and recover, then all of a sudden my income stabilized and even exponentially increased. And you can't ignore that. You can't. And that's the interesting part is that some people just don't relate the two. They don't relate oh, wait, my income is because I'm stressed out about this or I'm gaining weight because of that. And so it's usually something that happened in the past that, like you said, they have PTSD from or something that they're worrying about in the future. Is the stock market going to crash? Is this going to happen? And you're like, it could. But in the meantime, let's be present and focus on what we can control. And so when you're not so worried about what happened or what's going to, you realize in this moment, I'm actually okay. Things are okay. Uh It's stressful. But it's not like life-threatening, like I'm running that loop in my head telling myself. That's what I had to go through when I went through like my financial challenge back in the last recession. When I was going under, I remember thinking, oh my goodness, how am I going to get out of this? At first, I was stubborn. I was like, oh, I'm going to work my way out of this. And then when all of a sudden the doors were closing one by one, I felt like I was out of options. Then I thought, now it's hopeless. And the thing that got me out eventually was, wait a minute, in this moment, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm paying my bills, even though I was behind on my bills, but it's mm-hmm. not like someone's taking me out. Like I'm not going to debtor's prison, yeah. right? It wasn't, yeah. nothing was happening that was destroying my <laughs> Only life. Only in your mind. It was, it was all in my mind. Yeah. Every, yeah. All the worries and everything was in my mind, which also would affect how I show up in business because the more desperate you are, the more you show up with business breath and you show up with yep. desperation that drives away business. You have to work three, four times harder to make the same income you would if you just figured out how to manage that stress and focus on just solving your problems. So true. One of the very first things, so I tell people we can get over this in a week, but it's going to be like a little bit of work every day. But the very first thing is I ask like how people say, what is your why? It's kind Mm -hmm. of like that though. Like, why are you doing this though? Who are you doing this for? Is it for you? Because what I noticed, I've worked with thousands of people at this point. And what I've noticed is it's usually because they're doing it for someone else or for their legacy Mm -hmm. that someone else has. I'm a doctor because my aunt was a doctor and my uncle's doctor. Like I'm doing that, but they hate being a doctor or like they're Mm -hmm. a Raiders fan because all the generation, but they don't like it. Those are the best examples I can use. But when you start to go, okay, what is my purpose for this? You would be amazed at how much people go, oh my gosh, I've been putting so much pressure on myself because of my partner or my friends or my kids that I'm not actually doing what I want. And so I'm sure that you've heard it. It's like people make investments because they get FOMO or something. And you're like, Uh are you doing this because you want to, or are you doing this because the people online are talking about it? And you kind of have to like throw all that out and be real with yourself and be willing Mm -hmm. to look at it from an outside perspective. This isn't our least talking. Let's stand on the outside. And when Mm -hmm. you can take yourself out of the equation, you realize some of the stuff I'm stressing about is crazy right now. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. This is not worth my time. And so- I think that that's the first question is, is this really something that has to do with you? Or is it simply a thing that needs to be communicated with another individual or some boundaries that you need to set with yourself? You would be amazed at how much stress you can eliminate by setting some boundaries. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. There's no doubt there. That's been one of my issues too, trying to learn and adapt from that. 
So like you said, like the typical things like meditation, journaling, breath work, and things like that, which are great. But as you said, that for a lot of people is not enough. And I've seen a lot of people do those things and Mm -hmm. still they can't emotionally get things into control. What are some things that our audience can do, our viewers or listeners can do that actually would help them? So just what I mentioned, I would do that. I would sit down and just take a few minutes and say, what do I want to do? Like if all Mm -hmm. the financial worries were gone away, if all the pressure of like setting a certain standard went away, if you just focus on yourself, write that down, what does that look like? The second step is you have to do a process of adding and eliminating things. Some people are afraid to like, I don't want to tell them I don't want to go to cocktails every week because that's what we've done since high school. Listen, Mm -hmm. don't do it. It's taken away from you. Let go of that and add something monthly that you can do. And so you have to look at if this is my ideal life and I have my ideal Mm -hmm. life in front of me, is this what's currently happening? And if not, you have to add and subtract. And it seems so simple, but you would be amazed at how people don't even really take time to go, what's the pros and cons list of my life? (laughs) What's Uh not working and what is? And then once you realize that though, you set the steps from there. So if it's like, I'm getting rid of X, Y, Z, what are the next steps that you need to take to do that? It's not just making the list. It's actually taking some action. And like, if the most simple thing that someone listening could do right now is get a piece of paper and make it into four squares, Mm -hmm. two on the top, two on the bottom. First is what is immediate? What is something I'm self-sabotaging on that I'm putting on the back burner that I know every day when I wake up, I should be doing, but I ignore. Let's get that done this week, period, point blank. The next thing is things that should get done, but like aren't a fire, aren't an emergency, just can get done. But yes, I'm not ignoring it. Here we go. The third is what can you delegate? I guarantee there are people in your life that would love to help you or would love to take something off your plate or someone that you can hire, but you got to get it off of your plate and onto theirs. And the fourth square is what are we getting rid of? There is some stuff that you keep ignoring and putting on the back burner. And it's like, it goes from March to June and then June to August. And you're still talking about it. Get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Take it off the list. You've been procrastinating on it long enough. Let it go. So it's like immediate Let's get it done, delegate to other people and get rid of. And when you can look at that and really just say, it's not that difficult. I want to keep this. I don't want to keep that. Other people can help me. And this is what goes away. It just frees up that mental bandwidth for you. And instead of being like the computer where the fans are going and you have all this stuff, at Mm -hmm. least you know where things need to be. And at least you have some action steps that you can take. So I always do that with people, you know, your brain dump a lot or get your thoughts out. Getting your thoughts out is great, but what are we doing with those things that are actually going to help us? And it's not just another list that we've gotten out and is just sitting on our desk next week. I think that's the problem with the self-development, self-help, stress management, life coaching arena is like, just go breathe and go meditate and ground and walk. And it's like, we have to get to why we even feel the need to do that in the first place. And once we can begin to regulate our nervous systems around that and create our new normal, then we can go and participate in the meditation and the yoga and the things, but you can't keep ignoring the root of what's happening. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, you can meditate and breathe all you want, but when you get out of that and then all of a sudden you walk into your same life, nothing changes. It might help your perspective a little bit, but you're absolutely right. I mean, it kind of takes me back. I see a few key points that I can relate to as well, because I think about going through the divorce. I was like, maybe I should just throw away my whole business. I want to quit everything. That emotional wave you go through. 
I'm like, maybe I should just quit my business. Does anybody really care anyways? Like maybe nobody would even notice. And then I remember getting out of that funk. And I'm like, okay, let's rebuild my business in a sense, like conceptually or in my own mind from the ground up. So mm-hmm. on the outside world, nobody noticed anything different. But from the inside, I said, all right, what should I get rid of? Now, I remember reading the book, The Pumpkin Plan that helped me with that, which is like, what's that one big prize winning pumpkin I want to put all my effort towards and just cut off all the rest of the pumpkins, right? Yes. And I remember saying, man, I'm going like, five plus hours a week of networking events. And I'm going and doing this. I'm trying to go speak on stages here, 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 and here. I'm like, what if I just did things virtually? What if I actually stopped going to all these networking events that really don't produce anything for me anyways? And what if I cut out this and cut out this? And the next thing I know, I'm like, wait, I can work five, 10 hours a week and make more money than I was working 50 or 60 hours a week. Now, just by going for those most productive things. Isn't it amazing? It's the same concept, but it's like when you just go, okay, what's working, what's not, and be willing to take action on it as you did. Like you said, it's life-changing for you, but a lot of people are willing to make the list. They're willing to get it out. But then when you look at what needs to be done, they're like, oh, never mind." And then we start that rat race again in our mind of, oh, Mm -hmm. I'll do it tomorrow. And when you start continually breaking commitments to yourself, It's not a good game to play with yourself because then it's like, what is my normal? What is acceptable? And then when you start slipping with what's acceptable of yourself, you start slipping with what's acceptable of others. And that's where more stress is added. And so just be mindful of it. I know you are, but anyone listening where if you catch yourself doing the same thing, figure out what that trigger is. I like to say there's a fine line between self-love and self-sabotage. So you are the only person that knows, am I doing this because it's best for me and what I need and what's in my best interest? Or am I doing it because I'm ignoring things? I'm trying to procrastinate. I'm self-sabotaging. So you're the only person that knows. But when you catch yourself on that line, just be quick to make a decision of, I noticed this pattern coming up. We're going to go this way because my why doesn't include this. And we're going to go on the self-love train on this time. So you are the only person that knows this. And once you can kind of figure out where your medium is and where your line is, you start to snap out of it quickly. It doesn't take you seven days. It takes you a couple mm-hmm. minutes. That's Get that so muscle true. memory going. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And that's what it takes. It has to create those new habits because you want to go back to that old, what's comfortable. And that's may not be the thing that's serving you, of course. Yep. Comfort so. zone is a great place to get rid of profits. <laughs> when you're just <laughs> right. in that comfort zone all the time, that's a great way to throw all your profits. So like get out of it. But I laugh about that, but I know your story and we've kind of related to sometimes you don't talk about the stuff that's really happening and you're not trying to be fake, but you are just trying to stay positive and focus on what you want. So I guess this conversation is if you are just doing what we're saying and being happy on the outside and putting on your game face and making it happen, you're not alone, but there are resources and there are people that can help. If it is breathing or meditation for you, knock yourself out. But I encourage you to get to the bottom of it because it could change your life. It could change the trajectory of your business. And working from a flow is so much more fun than working from fear. Yeah. It really is. Well, give us an example, like just maybe like a final story, like if one of your clients that did this very thing, like maybe they didn't even realize they were stressed and then found out, oh my goodness, like my life is completely different now. Yeah. So I had someone that she kind of went the opposite and went the brick and mortar business when a lot of people were getting out. And she was like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to teach online courses. I'm just going to do. And she was not really happy. And I said, what do you want to do? I want to open a restaurant. And so she did it and she opened a restaurant and she had difficulties during COVID. Honestly, she did. But she said, 
I am so glad that I stopped what everyone else wanted me to do. And I opened the brick and mortar business anyway. She said, people were telling Mm -hmm. me, don't do it. And people were saying, it's a horrible time. And she's like, I love it. I get to go there. And she's showing these cupcakes online and people are just like loving them. And she's in her creative zone. And she wasn't before. And that's a scary thing to do in unknown times. But she just decided... I'm not willing to keep allowing the stress of doing something that doesn't make me whole. It doesn't make me happy. And she went against the advice of every single person. And she's like, look what I did. Check out my cupcakes. This is so cool. And so I love it because that's an example of she figured out what was not working. She added and subtracted. She took that list and actually implemented it. She delegated to people. She got rid of things. She added and really worked it. And some difficulties came up because we weren't expecting shutdowns and all this stuff. But she's like, the lessons that I have learned from just going with what I knew I wanted versus everyone else, she's like, I can't even tell you like how happy that makes me. And so Mm -hmm. that's one example, but it's like, what if, if it fails, then you learn something, but if it doesn't, and if you just make this list and go, what if I just started doing what I really want to do? And what if I got rid of these things and added these things, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out, at least, you know, if it does work out, you're on a different trajectory and hopefully the stress is kind of alleviated. Yeah. That's a great point. I mean, how many of us, we feel something, we know intuitively we should do something. It's just deep in our gut, or maybe it's just a fleeting thought that comes in like, I should do this, but then we push it out because of all the distractions, everything pulling our attention away versus when we actually do take action on it. I actually just talked to a guy this last week where he said, you know what? I had probably seven times this idea enter my head. I should go and reach out to this person. I should go and reach out to this person. Finally, December, he did it. And he said, you know what? I was one week too late cost me literally millions of dollars just because I didn't act on that prompting. Because again, I was getting my attention pulled in different directions. I was distracted. It's so interesting. And I've had some business failures. I've had some relationship failures, but at the end of the day, I'm like, what a great lesson though. I can share Mm -hmm. these with others. And like, I've been through some crazy stress, but I'm like, now it's so fun. I'm doing a big business deal right now. And I will tell you, every single other person in this deal is stressed out. And I'm like, do, 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 you know, just showing up, happy, smiling. And they're like, I don't get it. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I live this. Like, I don't just mm-hmm. teach this and share other people. Like, I live this. This is me. I know where my stress is coming from. I face these right. demons and it doesn't matter how much money is involved. I got this. And that's just like become my main mission is to be able to do that for other people of like, we're not ignoring it, but Mm -hmm. we're figuring out how to navigate it in a more fun way. I love it. Charlie, this has been amazingly valuable for us today. I mean, if people want to be able to follow you, get to know your stuff or even reach out to you, what's the best way they can do that? You can find me. All of my social media is Tarlise. So it's T-A-R-L-E-S-E. And my website is Tarlise.com. So you can find everything there, body, brains, bank account related. My topics are all over the board and they have been since I've been online. I think that's why people love me. I figure out how to relate pretty much anything to not stressing and having fun. So you'll find something like that (laughs) across the board. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. You're so lucky, Tarlise.com. That'd be like me getting Chris.com, but just not, know, right? not possible, probably. I not very say, likely. I know. I got to say, I used to growing up hate my name, and now I'm like, score. <laughs> no. I get all my handles, right? People Google you. They're like, I found you. That's a piece of cake. I did find another couple Tarlises, but huh? still, I'm like, it's okay. I got all the domains, so we're good. But yeah, that's where you can find me. And if you have any questions, message me directly. I'm pretty easily accessible. 
Awesome. Again, really appreciate your time and your value today, Charlize. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. You bet. And everybody, I mean, you heard it. Like it's one thing to try to get into this nice meditative state and be able to try to breathe and do everything else. But at the end of the day, if it's not leading to actual actionable steps and changes, it's not going to make any changes in your real life either. So if you want to see results, it's about taking action. Go ahead, follow Tarlise. Go check out tarlise.com. And guys, make a wonderful and prosperous week. And we'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.